you're listening to Sports and Corks. I'm Emily. And I'm Emily. And we're going to just get right into college football and college basketball. Um, it's a good time to be a college sports fan, to be quite honest. It's like the most fun part of the season. Um, this little bit of overlap. Um, starting with Baylor upsetting Oklahoma. We love to see it. Uh, I was kind of bummed. I mean, I don't like either team really, but I don't know. I don't have positive feelings towards either team. Yeah. Um, They're chaotic neutral to me, but I'm very salty about Oklahoma and Texas. Mm. Um, It's like the principle of it for me. It's not like I really have anything against either team, but I like it. It's my soapbox this season where I'm like, why, like, why would you do this? And it, you know, my feelings of teams that leave for a bigger bag. And I'm just like, if you just stayed the conference that you're in, we'll start to get more attention and more money, but like, whatever. Yeah. I, that's it, fair. Yeah. It, it is a that. business. So part of me does understand, but part of me just wants college football to maintain that, like innocence of mm-hmm. no money. But um, it, in this case, both those teams that are going to the sec took a big L um, Texas bigger than Oklahoma, but Oklahoma still lost to Baylor 27 to 14. Um, it was a good time for Baylor fans. It was in Waco. You'd think it would have been perfect. The weather was perfect on Saturday to be playing football. That's always great. Oh, yeah. Like, we're now in peak football time in Texas. It is now not too hot to be it's outdoors. It's just gotten cool enough. Yeah, it's so nice yeah. to spend your afternoon at a football game. It's like, oh, man, this is three weeks out of the year. <laughs> That's funny. (laughs) Uh, And then Michigan beat Penn State uh, by four points. So, you know, they're continuing to do well. Not a bad look for Penn Penn State by any means either. Uh, But now Penn State's no longer ranked. Mm, Yeah, but I mean, like it's not. It's not like a bad loss for them. No. No, I mean, Michigan was ranked ninth. So it's it's a good a good loss. As good of a loss can be. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then A and M took an L to Mississippi. And sometimes I just I, do you spend like a weird amount of time thinking about some college football coaches, like Mike Leach or Lane yeah. Kiffin. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, a select few. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, not all of them, of course. Not no. all of them really are like that memorable. But like, mostly Lane Mike Kiffin, Leach. Oh yeah, Mike Leach <laughs> like lives rent free in my head. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> for no good reason. We're paying rent, if anything. Like for real, we kind of <laughs> are. Like we give so much. Like we talk about Mike Leach probably the most of any college football coach. Um. And, like, in the most positive way. Like, it, it's fine. It's good. But, like, so I think about him and I think about Lane Kiffin whenever, of course, anytime I think about Mississippi and I'm like, right, Lane Kiffin is the coach. And they're doing well. They're not mm-hmm. doing terrible. Like, Mississippi is ranked and they beat Texas A&M 29 to 19. And it's like, all right, wait. Oh, yeah, Lane Kiffin. Good for him. Just getting it together. Going to Mississippi. <laughs> Ole Miss. Hot toddy or hotty toddy, whatever they say. I don't care. I'm not going to go to Oxford, Mississippi. Yeah. Uh, and then tough weekend for Texas Longhorns fans. Uh, we'll get into that more later. But from a football perspective, uh, Kansas beat 
Texas, 57 to 56. Where's the defense? Doesn't exist. Not in these streets. That Texas lost at home. So tickets to this game were $10, <laughs> like, for bad seats. At the beginning of the season, tickets to Texas games are, like, mad expensive. And yeah, then sure. this weekend, I, like, looked at SeatGeek. And I'm like, oh, man, I could go see Texas play at a very affordable – my beer would cost more than my ticket. <laughs> um, that is wild. That <laughs> It is bananas. So it's a like, – in Texas's defense, it's a new coach. It is going to be a rebuilding year this year. Next year is definitely going to be a tough year for them. I think, like, players are going to leave. They're going to have – I mean, it's not like it's hard to recruit – to texas because of the branding but like woof it's gonna be a tough year after this and that's that's saying something because they lost to kansas who i don't know how frequently kansas wins at football games you know they're they're on the come up i think they are this is true the kansas past is couple doing, years yeah they've been yeah. they're sl- working towards it <laughs> slowly creeping up and they almost beat texas at home two years ago uh i remember friends going to that game and they were like oh my god kansas almost beat us and i'm like what kansas has a distinct lack of football skills so good for kansas becoming a dual threat um yeah definitely and then oregon and washington state pac 12 after dark um i was getting a bit excited because i thought washington state was maybe gonna pull off something something nice um they did not or ended up winning by 14 points but could have been worse it it could have been but washington state they they can bounce back next season they can be the good team oregon will probably still be the really good team yeah for sure i was worried purdue would continue to have their upsets against against ranked Big Ten teams this weekend when they played Ohio State. Um, Ohio State very much did not let that happen. And this is another game where defense, I don't understand like how these college football games are so high scoring right now. I get it when it's like in the 30s, but like when teams are scoring almost 60 points or more, I'm like – why do you have a defensive coordinator? Like, what purpose does that role serve? Um, Purdue lost to Ohio State 59-31. to 31. That's a lot of points to put up. Mm-hmm. It just... Ooh, tough. Tough. A lot, a lot. <laughs> a lot, a lot. Even, like... I think even if I were, like, the winning team in a situation like that, as the head coach, I'd have to be like, ha how you know those games that have been happening where both teams are getting like in the 60s with their points i'm like i'd be like uh it's time to reassess my defense and like our defensive strategy because once a team like has a very good offense like you play in alabama like you're just kind of hosed yeah we'll see it bowl season that'll that'll really test all of these defense groups um, and then my beloved Wyoming Cowboys lost to the Boise State Broncos. I'm sorry about that. It's okay. I was a lot happier about the result than I thought. I, I thought that Boise State was going to shut out Wyoming. Very happy to see Wyoming got on the board, got some points. They're finally picking it up. 
the season's almost over and they're like, ah, it's football season. So that's a little tough as a fan, but it does give me a little bit of hope. And I don't, Wyoming can't be good at football and basketball at the same time. Like the basketball team is looking okay. They should have a good season. The football team is going to have to just like take the back seat this season. You know, and sometimes that happens. Yeah. Yeah. So it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just some upcoming games that should be good. Uh, Michigan State and Ohio State. That's probably the one that I'm most excited about of yeah. the upcoming games. That should be a good one. I hope Ohio State crushes Michigan State, but it should be a good game. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, Iowa State plays OU, and I see this game going in, like, two very different directions. One, OU runs away with this game. Like, they're peeved that they lost this last week. They're like, we lost to Baylor. We should have won that game. And they're going to be like ready to light up the Cyclones or they come in with like a mindset that is just like in their own heads and Iowa state just comes in and is like very ready. Um, I, I think it'll be like not a super close game. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think it's going to, it's very dependent on the headspace of the OU team because I think the Iowa state team, no matter what is going to come prepared I'm sure they will. I hope they do. Oof. It it should be fun, though. It should be a fun game. Yeah. And then Alabama plays Arkansas, who beat both Texas A&M and Texas this season. Not saying much on the Texas front. As we know, Texas is very not good. Um, <laughs> but Arkansas kind of was like that unexpected good team like they are ranked now they're ranked number 21 and it's like oh like you're showing up you're you're acting like you're part of the sec so hopefully they have a good game against alabama and it's not a blowout alabama just beat a team like 50 something to three so i i'm hoping it's a closer game i'm assuming it'll be somewhere in like the 34 to 28 type of score mm-hmm. yeah it should be a good one um and then Oregon and Utah that should be a fun one as well yeah especially now that Utah is like doing pretty all right they're ranked number 24 um they're probably like the best teams in the Pac-12 right now yeah it'll like, be just- is that a late night game it's I'm a, assuming it is. Uh, it's at 5.30 Mountain Time. So okay, 6:30 so it'll Central. be dark. Yeah, I mean, it will be dark. It will technically be dark. It's not what yeah. I consider Pac-12 after dark, but I guess with daylight savings, we are... It's always dark at 5. <laughs> and in Colorado, it's dark at like 4.30. So yeah, it, it will be technically a Pac-12 after dark game. And it'll be like... I think it'll be a fun matchup. Mm-hmm. And then uh, college, well, no, we have one more game. CU and Washington. I hope CU wins. Yeah. 
I don't know. I don't either. I put it on here because I was like, oh, yeah, like we should talk about like other Pac-12 teams. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel very sad for CU. It being like one of those years where they're just kind of like trying to pull it together. Again, coming out of the pandemic, coming up with a new coach. It's just like it's a lot. Hopefully it means next season they're in a better place. And hopefully they beat Washington. Um, now, sorry, moving on to college basketball, um, on the men's side, Kentucky Duke, uh, played this week. That was a really fun game to watch. Um, Mm -hmm. kind of a choice between two evils there, but good (laughs) basketball regardless. Good blue blood game. Mm -hmm. It's it's a good matchup. Coach Case farewell tour. We love to see it. Um, Duke won. 79 to 71 so very close um i think both teams should have like a pretty solid season i don't see them doing poorly um and then villanova played ucla ucla took the win but it was another like very close game like ucla only won 86 to 77 so it seems like the top ranked teams are like pretty fairly matched. Like this early on, it doesn't seem like anyone is like they don't belong where they are. Knock on wood. Yeah. I mean, well, I say that and then like we're gonna talk about the Texas and Gonzaga game, and the Zags were like definitely better. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. I was bummed about so this Villanova UCLA game. Did you watch that? Just the highlights of it. Okay. I got my COVID booster that morning and I was like, gonna watch this game. It's gonna be great. And then I like made it through like about three quarters of the game and then I just like passed out and I could not, like, I was trying so hard to like stay awake and I, my body was just like, no, we're not doing this. Oh no. <laughs> so, and I like saw that it was going to overtime and then my body was just like, no. Oh. Um, but all better now and um but it's okay there will be more good games to come i was just like that was poor scheduling on my part <laughs> <laughs> but i was awake from the texas gonzaga game had a lot of energy that day um and the game definitely helped that i think that's good that's good i went to a friend's giving and came home to come watch the game and watch the first half and fell asleep surprising mm. no one not a single mm-hmm. soul <laughs> funny yeah it was a good one i think the score at the end made it seem closer than it was yeah not biased at all here but um <laughs> we have no bias on this podcast what are you talking no. about no <laughs> well and i still think that like the texas coach i love what he said where he was just like you know it's gonna be a learning mm-hmm. opportunity no matter what i'm like that is the attitude to have when you know you're and playing I also like how team. how he said that um like he thinks it's it's important to like continue scheduling that schools continue scheduling these types of games yeah and like have true road games i was like yes yeah it's it's good and it's fun and it's like it's part of the fun of like college basketball and like Mm -hmm. college sports in general is just like you can have this and like there's upsets happen and it kind of adds to the fun of it. This wasn't an upset, but like, that's just part of that 
that is part of the the fun of college basketball is like you don't really know what's going to happen um and the traveling makes a huge impact and the student section makes an impact and it just is like this whole event and all the pageantry and it's wonderful mm-hmm, for sure and this upcoming week ish um saturday unc plays purdue i don't think about purdue when it comes to basketball even though they've been pretty decent the last couple years i forget that they have a men's basketball team but <laughs> they are ranked six so i'm yeah. just like yeah, okay purdue well, has up. a men's basketball team they're they're here to show up. The UNC is ranked 18. It should be like a fun game. It should be two competitive teams. Um, hoping UNC gets the upset so they can move on up a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of would like to see Purdue win personally, but I think that's just because like they're somewhat new to me, like compared yeah. to UNC. But um, I don't know. Either's fine. Yeah. It it will be fun either way, I guess. Like, I have not, like, a serious commitment to either team. Yeah, same. And then uh, Villanova and Tennessee on Saturday should also be good. Yeah. That should be a very fun matchup. Um, Saturday is, like, a good day for men's basketball games. I was, like, I when I was looking at the different games coming up, I'm, like, oh, Saturday has a good men's lineup, and then Sunday has a good women's lineup. And during mm-hmm. the week, it's, like, so-so for both. But once you get to the weekend, it's, like, oh, yeah, this is great. I could spend all day watching football and basketball and have it just be, like, a great weekend. Yeah, exactly. Except for the game on Tuesday. That yeah. one, that's a very random game. Yeah, it, I don't know. I kind of like having a weekday game to look forward to, though. Um, so Gonzaga UCLA, one versus two on Tuesday of Thanksgiving week. That'll be Kick fun. Your, get your holidays started right. <laughs> For real? That's, ah. Oh. I mean, based on, like, what we've seen so far from these two teams, which obviously we haven't seen much, but, um, like, this should be a good game that's back and forth. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. No. No, it'll be a good close game. It's not like if anyone stays up watching the game, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving is a day to bake pie. So people can get into it. It can be a fun game to watch. Oh, it is going to be very fun. Yeah, for sure. Good matchup. Yes. And then um, on the women's college basketball side of things, also a lot of good games um, that happened. And then also to watch upcoming. Yeah. Well, so I was thinking, looking at the women's basketball one outside after I thought about how like Sunday's a good day for women's basketball um, matchups. The rankings are like, the scores are very close for like the top ranked women's teams. Like, I think we'll start seeing more upsets for the men in the next couple weeks. And for the women, they just like stay the teams that are dominant, stay dominant. Like, I hope that there's this team that just like comes out of nowhere and has their moment. And Arizona was kind of that team last year. They had a nice like tournament run and like 
it, it was easy to get behind them. And um, I, I want to see another team like that. That that was not one of the things I saw this weekend, so I can I'm not speaking on it. So um, Louisville played Arizona. Arizona won, and they won sixty one to fifty nine. So pretty close. And Louisville was six. Arizona was twenty two. Um, that's just you love to see it. Like, yeah, they're not both like top ten teams, but they're still any of the women's teams that are ranked in the top twenty five are extremely competitive and so you have an upset like this where it's like "Mm, it's not a huge upset it Louisville will still be ranked and Arizona will like continue to do well um I don't know it's just I I I don't know I've like I think women's basketball is very interesting in that where it's just like you know who's really good and you typically don't have like a surprise team slipping yeah not so much occasionally but it's not yeah. Not the yeah. same. No. Um, so. No. And then Texas upset Stanford, 61 to 56. Um, number 25, Texas, number three, Stanford. Uh, I think it's Stanford. And I think it's a good, I think the PAC 12 is great for women's basketball. I think the teams are really yeah. good. Historically, it's been very good. Yeah. So to see this, it's just like, oh, maybe Texas and Texas was also having a pretty good tournament run last year this well this year um so like that's cool that they're like kind of keeping it up it, it'd be well, like a little heartbreaking to see a team do really well in the tournament especially for women like i don't know i treat men and women's sports differently where it's like you want to like root for these women's teams to do really well because you know this is the only time they're going to kind of get that coverage and that attention whereas like a guy can be on a team that is like so so that doesn't really get a lot of attention, but like if he's good, he can go to the NBA. And um, for a lot of the women athletes, it's not quite the same when it comes to becoming a professional athlete. So good for Texas continuing being really good. I hope they have a good season. That's probably the only Texas team you'll hear me saying that about. <laughs> <laughs> and the women's soccer team. Uh, they are usually pretty good. And then Kentucky, Indiana, Indiana won 88 to 67. And South Florida's playing Tennessee right now. So, um, uh, yeah. It's, yeah. I think right now they're in the fourth quarter. South Florida's leading, but it can go anywhere. They have eight minutes left. It's a lot of time. <laughs> it's a lot of time. <laughs> um, and then upcoming Texas, number 12, Texas, number 16, Tennessee on Sunday. Number six, Baylor, and number three, Maryland on Sunday. Um, I think that Baylor-Maryland game is going to be really fun. Mm-hmm. Baylor's very good at women's basketball and men's, yeah. but it's <laughs> <laughs> the women will be the ones to watch with Kim having left and gone to LSU. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll be interested to see kind of what happens with that team. Uh, moving on to the NFL, the Miami Dolphins um, beat the Ravens twenty-two to ten, which is a surprising result. Yeah, all of us are stunned. <laughs> <laughs> which good for them, good for the Dolphins. I was like, wait, what? Fins up, fins up. <laughs> uh, and the Titans continue to like stealthily get another w i'm just like mm-hmm. oh look the titans are winning again they beat the saints 23 to 21 
getting another win. Yeah. Love to see it. <laughs> like, I don't hate it. I don't have anything against the Titans right now. That could change yeah. in <laughs> two months. Uh, things you also love to see your Buffalo Bills beat the Jets 45 to 17. They did. God bless. Because, man, that's it would have been so embarrassing yeah. if they lost to the Jaguars and then the Jets. Yeah, that would not be a good look. I mean, the Bills... Or even if it was, like, close. Yeah, correct. It cannot be close. The Bills are the only team in New York. They have to beat the other teams that, like, have New York in the name because they are technically the only team in New York. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Lions and the Steelers tied 16-16. I was like, wait, what? A tie in yeah. this economy? Okay. Definitely would no have thought the Steelers would have won. No one likes that. No one likes it. Not in the NFL. It's weird. It's suspicious. Yeah. Um, and then the Washington football team beat Tom Brady and the Buccaneers by 10 points. What yeah. That's worth he threw like an interception or two. It's weird. It was a weird <laughs> football weekend. Tom Brady did not have a good game. Russell Wilson also threw two interceptions in his first game back and got shut out in the first time in his career. And I think it was like the first time the Seahawks have been shut out in 20 years, maybe. I don't call me on that, but it was like I saw a statistic and it was like the first time they'd been shut out in a long time. So uh, definitely a weird weekend all around. Uh, that's uh, yikes mercury must be in gatorade again <laughs> um the patriots beat the browns 45 to 7 i didn't think the browns were that bad and i didn't i don't think the patriots are very good mm, yeah i don't know weird weird game it's extremely weird and then the panthers beat the cardinals i'm like yeah whacked him yeah just a weird weekend all around so strange for the nfl yeah yeah and the the chiefs finally came back and did okay against the raiders they 41 14 i feel like that's the highest score the chiefs have like achieved in the Mm -hmm. last two months like yeah are y'all okay you good (laughs) Oof. And that's the NFL. I'm wondering if next weekend will be weird. Hopefully it's not. And then after that, we have so much football to look forward to the week of Thanksgiving. God bless. I'm loving it. We do. It'll oh, be a good week. It will be such a good sports week. Plus the turkey, mashed potatoes. Oh, so much winning. Um, what's your game of the week? Um, surprising no one, Gonzaga UCLA, because we're not recording a podcast next week. So I have to pick that this week. That's that's fair. Uh, and we would be recording Tracks. during that game and it's it's a holiday week. We can't do that. Holiday no. <laughs> plus that in this economy, I don't think so. Um my game of the week is Oklahoma State versus Texas Tech for college football. Um Oklahoma State is ranked right now and I think there's going to be an upset. I think Tech is going to mm. come in and get that win. Um and maybe I'm wrong, but Tech is like surprising everyone right now. So yeah, I think it could be good. An underrated game of the week, an overlooked game of the week. There you go. Um, I 
I'm fresh out of hot takes right now, so I I don't have anything that comes to mind. But uh, I think you have one. I do. I was drinking a Shiner many times in the last couple months. Actually, they're everywhere. You can get sh- and you can also get Yingling in Texas now. It's it throws me off when people are like, "Oh, I got a Yingling," and I'm like, "Are we in Pennsylvania?" Um, no. All of a sudden, Yingling is all across the country. <laughs> um, it was weird. Um, but my hot take is that Coors Banquet is better than like regular Shiner. Hmm. Like the Coors, like the traditional Coors Banquet beer, not Coors Light or anything. Else, yeah, not not right? like a yeah. light beer, but like a traditional Coors, Coors Banquet. Banquet. Yeah. Like I, if I go somewhere and I don't really know, like when I first moved to Texas, I would get a Coors Banquet for like a cheap beer because mm-hmm. um, I don't like PBR because I'm yeah. not a 21 year old man. Mm-hmm. Um. And, and like horse banquet's fine. It's like a good backup beer. And Shiner, and this has happened like even with the Shiner, like different flavored Shiners that I I do like. Like they do like a s'mores one. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like I feel like every single pack of Shiner I get, at least one of the beers is like yuck. Hmm, interesting. Like something is wrong with it. So it's that, and then also I would just prefer a course banquet to a regular Shiner. It doesn't. It's not the most exciting beer. Yeah. Neither are actually, the most exciting. <laughs> I do have a hot take now. I think that Coors Light is actually good. That is okay. Like, I actually enjoy it. So I think that's, that qualifies, right? That does. <laughs> okay. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> just leave, drop that and that, keep moving. Yep, that's, that's um, good. What's your wine of the week? So I, I don't know. Sometimes, like, red wine just gets too heavy. It kind of, like, dries out my mouth if I, like, have have it too often like in a given week I guess like more than a couple times so I was like I'm gonna like go back to white for now um so I got a New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc over the weekend surprising no one um it's called I don't know Yalumba or Yalumba Y series um and it's got a cute little flower on the label very very refreshing uh a little bit on the sweeter side for Sauvignon Blanc so you might like it Ooh, maybe I'll try that. But um, for Thanksgiving. Yeah. There you go. A nice light white to have with your turkey. <laughs> yes. That sounds ideal. I'll stay awake. Because yeah. a red will put me Very right sweet. to sleep. <laughs> um, what about you? Do you have a wine or a beer or anything? I do have a beer pick. So I went to Trader Joe's as I do, and I got an impulse buy as I do. Um, and they had so I don't know. I don't know. Did I talk about the cookie butter beer on this? I've like, uh, I think a long time ago we talked about it. Yeah. Cause I was like on yeah. the hunt for it and then mm, finally yes. tried it. It's just okay. Yes. But so then I'm like, okay, they have like all their dessert beers that they now have. And they had a chocolate babka one and a tiramisu mm. one. They are pretty good. Um, I would say I like the Bob, the chocolate babka a little bit better. It's a little less sweet. Both are sweet beers. Like, I would not just, like, drink a lot of them. Um, you just can't. They're sweet and they're dark beers. So I, I recommend checking those out. If you're not, like, a big dessert person and you like beer or you don't want to eat a whole apple pie in a week and <laughs> you want a dessert beer, check those out. Emily, just giving solid recommendations. You know, we're trying the things for the people so they know they don't have to go out. Like, we, we've we told them when things are just, like, meh, then they know not to try it. Yeah. 
We don't give any bad recommendations. At least I don't think we do. We don't give bad recommendations at all. And if we do, it's not intentional. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) We would never try to lead someone astray with their wine choices or their beer choices. No. Um, Do you have any personal plugs? I don't have anything this week. You? Nope. Just out here doing my usual spiel. (laughs) (laughs) Check out Tailgate Society podcasts and content. Um, I'm sure something that's related to Thanksgiving will be out. I might do another Thanksgiving thing. I might be like, these are the best foods. Um, Mm. And have people tell me I'm wrong and I just won't listen because I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) So on to bigger than sports. Yes. What do you have for us? So Crystal Dunn, who plays for the U.S. Women's National Team, she is now pregnant. So like, she is about to be out of commission for a hot minute as you can't play soccer when you're nine months pregnant. Um, although she's like three months, so she's still playing. But the big news is she will now serve as the VP of the U.S. Women's National Team Players Association. And that gives her an active role in negotiating the new labor deal. Um, and she kind of is like, she said like as a woman of color and like if she can be like an advocate here, like she wants to. So it's like her using her platform. It's really big because before um, when like Megan Rapino was kneeling during the national anthem and Crystal Dunn wasn't, she was getting criticized for it. Well, she, which like her response was spot on where she was like, well, I'm not a white woman. I get like, like if I do this, I could lose my job. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and that's a fair fear. I mean, look at Colin Kaepernick. So it, it's great that she's like kind of moved past that. And even if she still feels like a little bit of that fear, it's just, it's cool to see that she's like, okay, well, I am going to do this. And I understand the the implications of being a person of color doing this, but she still wants to like advocate for other women. And I just love to see it. Yes. <laughs> absolutely so it'll be big it's good and i think u.s soccer is moving in a good ish direction for women's for the women i say good ish not great good ish (laughs) getting there there. yeah (laughs) it's all about improving right we're all working on ourselves we're all work in progress including these organizations Mm -hmm. and that is all i have this week how about you that's it. Have a great Thanksgiving. Yeah. Be safe, folks. Thanks for listening. Emily and Emily, sports and courts.